the Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Where the dawn of the east meets the twilight of the west and the cool of the north touches the calm of the south and the transcendent power of God touches earth in the humility and love of Christ, here and now where the head of the Charles reaches out to the heart of the country and beyond, we gather for ordered worship. The liturgy, music, homily, and cantata this Lord's Day are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership and service in our midst, And as the Spirit moves come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. All people that on earth do dwell, sing to the Lord with cheerful voice. Him serve with mirth, his praise forth tell. Come ye before him and rejoice. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray together. O God, you declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from the epistle of James, chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. Are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another, so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being like us, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on earth. Then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth yielded its harvest. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and is brought back by another, you should know that whoever brings back a sinner from wandering will save the sinner's soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join me in saying verses from Psalm 124 with the antiphon. had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when our enemies attacked us, then they would have swallowed us up alive, and their anger was kindled against us. Then the flood would have swept us away, the torrent would have gone over us, and over us would have gone the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth, who have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made the heaven and earth. Let us stand as we are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the Gospel.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Mark, chapter 9, verses 38 through 50. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and to go to hell, to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and to be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and to be thrown into hell, where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Those who have paused here or now to worship with us at Marsh Chapel in the last decade are aware that we lift the gospel come cantata Sundays in word and music together, juntos in harmony. Bach brings us the reach of beauty around the globe, a global sphere of orientation. Bach brings us a stretch toward the universal, the reach up and out to what fully lasts, truly matters, and really counts. Bach brings us an artistic angle of vision rooted in scripture and in an earlier Lutheran garden, nonetheless known by heart and in the heart, far and near, with those, today you and I, who will pause for the offering of the gift of faith. Bach brings us beauty, a paean for sure to the true and the good, but no avoidance here of the beautiful. In our time, this hour, especially this week, we can truly appreciate, benefit from such a global orientation, a high universal reach, a feeling in faith, and the bathing of such beauty. Given the maelstrom of this moment in our current culture, the wind blasts of charge and countercharge, the examples of courage and also the instances of failures in courage, near and far, we, come Sunday, maybe especially this Sunday, look for the God who is a rock in a weary land, said Dr. Emily Towns last Tuesday. We want to cultivate a vibrant community of hope. We hope to beget an ever more piercing faithfulness. We hope to beget an ever more piercing faithfulness. Today we receive the gift in memory of the faith of the church and we give ear to the beauty of our first Bach cantata of the year we are truly blessed, as our gospel teaches. All the senses, sight, sound, scent, touch, taste, are enlivened today. And this is truly good news, especially for those who may be in mortal need of a living reminder, as the scripture says, that we are children of God. For we can sometimes acutely need such a reminder of belonging meaning and empowerment, we are for sure acquainted with the night. You are for sure acquainted with the night, as your New England poet memorably put it. I have been one acquainted with the night. I have walked out in rain and back in rain. 
I have outwalked the furthest city light. I have looked down the saddest city lane. I have passed by the watchman on his beat and dropped my eyes, unwilling to explain. I have stood still and stopped the sound of feet when far away an interrupted cry came over houses from another street, but not to call me back or say goodbye. And further still, at an unearthly height, a luminary clock against the sky proclaimed the time was neither wrong nor right. I have been one acquainted with the night. To such acquaintance does our worship this morning minister and our affirmations of faith and the beauty of this Bach cantata. Tell us, if you will, Dr. Jarrett, how best we can listen for the gospel today in and within this marvelous work. Today we present cantata 105 of Bach, Herr, geh nicht ins Gericht mit deinem Knecht, or Lord, go not into, jur- into judgment with thy, ser- with thy servant. It dates from July of 1723, and with the next installment of our survey this November, we round out Marsh Chapel's exploration of the cantatas from this remarkably fruitful moment in Bach's compositional life. Cantata 105 represents a high-water mark in the Baroque expression of the anxious, tortured soul. Bach surpasses himself in each movement of this musical essay, a sermon in song. From the outset, the scope of the opening chorus presents a people in supplication, a people yearning for mercy in the countenance of God's promised judgment. Presented in two contrasting sections, the opening chorus depicts the many facets of our anxiety. And after a pleading alto restative, the soprano aria gives pitch and rhythm to our angst in the form of trembling 16th notes in the upper strings. The foundational voice of the continuo group is silenced for this movement, and the soprano and oboe are left to wander alone, as the text says, accusing, daring, and excusing one another the way that those encumbered by sin so often do. Hope comes in the voice of the baritone, whose restative reminds us that there's power in the blood of Jesus who wipes away all sin. The assurance of grace and pardon confirmed, and now with Jesus by his side, the tenor vows to forsake worldly wealth and earthly pleasure. Supported by obligato trumpet, the riches of the world, or mammon, are heard in the very opulent first violin part. The final chorale of this cantata is truly a musical miracle. From the outset, the anxious string tremors of the soprano part, the soprano aria, reappear. But as the chorale proceeds, phrase by phrase, the trembling anxiety is calmed. Sixteenths become triplets, triplets yield to duples, until their final concluding quarter notes. Indeed, this is Bach's musical signature of promised redemption and divine grace. This moment, in word and worship, in memory and hope, in voice and instrument, we are blessed. We are recalled as children of God who enter the kingdom of heaven and receive comfort in mourning and gentle the earth and crave goodness and trade in mercy and see divine grace and pave with justice the path of peace and see out to the far side of hardship. Said Howard Thurman, come Sunday, the church says to one and all, the church says to you, you are a child of the living God. You are a child of the living God. You are a child of the living God. Week by month we gather our bits of hard-won wisdom. One says the only way of achieving any degree of self-understanding is by systematically retracing our steps. Another says one can know fully only what one has himself made. One says, I was once a philosopher only, but joy kept breaking in. 
One says, what we borrow, we also bend. One says, to surrender the actual experienced good for a possible ideal good is the struggle. Somewhere, sometime, it may be, you will find yourself in receipt of the gift of faith. It may be a faith recounted as in the Nicene Creed, but it also may be faith as simple, pure, and true as the courage to be, the real courage to be, to be and speak, to speak and bear witness, to bear witness for all the dangers about, and to tell the truth. To tell the truth and then get up the next day and do so again. Your restoration in faith may be as Lutheran and scriptural as the substitutionary atonement of tradition, the sacrificial death that wipes out our guilt, or it may be faith shorn of religious clothing, clean and clear, a courage welling up from a deep and hidden place, a courage welling up from a deep and hidden place. Either way, you have, say, today, the gift of the restoration of faith in peace. Faith you can remember, return to, rely on, when faith being faith is finally all you have left. Receive the gift of faith in music and word this Lord's day, and then go and live. Our music sings it so. Now I know you shall quiet in me my conscience which gnaws at me. Your faithful love will fulfill what you yourself have said, that upon this wide earth no one shall be lost, rather shall all live forever, if only... They are filled with faith.
der Mann nichts, so gibt der Mann nichts, so gibt der Mann nichts, nichts macht hier. O God, your faithful love will fulfill what you yourself had said, that upon this wide earth no one shall be lost, rather shall live forever, if only they are filled with faith. We thank the Marsh Chapel Choir and the Collegium under the direction of Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett for leading us in musical contemplation this morning. Welcome you again to the Nave of Marsh Chapel, whether you are seated here with us listening live via the radio broadcast or later via the podcast, please know that we value your presence with us. For those of you seated here in the pews, we invite you to write your name and contact information in the red pads found along the center aisle of each pew. This helps us to get to know you better and for you to get to know one another better. Coffee hour will be held downstairs in the Marsh Room after today's service. All are welcome to come and enjoy some light refreshments and fellowship. This Friday is spiritual paint night slash painting in the spirit at uh, 7 p.m. in the Marsh Room. Come learn about painting as a spiritual practice and enjoy some fancy snacks with us. All are welcome to attend, but space is limited. Please RSVP to me, uh, Jessica Chica at jchica.bu.edu to reserve a canvas. Spots are filling up really fast, so if you're interested, let me know. Uh, next Sunday is World Communion Sunday and our International Student Sunday. We invite you to come share in the Eucharist and experience the diversity of Christian expression throughout the world. 
For all other news and events, we invite you to visit our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as our website at bu.edu chapel, where there is also the opportunity for online giving. Now, as the ushers wait upon us for our offering, let us remember that it is a gift and a discipline to be a giver. Merciful God, everything in heaven and earth belongs to you. We joyfully release what you have entrusted to us. May these gifts be signs of our whole lives returned to you, dedicated to the healing and unity of all creation. Amen.
Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace now and forever. Amen.